0: The Northwestern, I'm Monica Mittu. Welcome to Speak Your Mind, a weekly podcast dedicated to discussing mental health and self-care on Northwestern's campus. Our goal is to facilitate a conversation about mental health that goes in-depth about what students are really experiencing and try to shatter the stigma surrounding mental health. With Northwestern students dealing with end-of-quarter stress and the search for summer internships, many students are balancing packed schedules. But for some, there is another stressor on top of all of the work, mental blocks, Mental blocks can occur when an individual is stalled by their own mindset, which often stops them from achieving a goal. One common example is writer's block, which can be defined as an inability to keep writing a piece of work, like an essay or an article. Communication sophomore Allie Hill is one of those people who experienced writer's block with cover letters for internship applications.
1: Writing cover letters and all this stuff for like careers, and in general, thinking about my future and my career, is very anxiety-inducing for me, and I get very nervous and, like, scared. So when I have a lot of applications that I'm trying to do, it definitely can sometimes make me just want to stop or just get overwhelmed with all the work that I am putting in front of myself.
0: Though her situation is stressful, Allie said that she adds to the problem by putting stress and pressure on herself. Most of the
1: reasons that I get mental blocks is because I think that what I'm doing isn't going to be good. And so I'm thinking that my peers are going to judge me or something. It's just pressure that I'm putting on myself. It's not really them. It's all yeah. sort of in my head.
0: The blocks lead Allie to procrastinate, which she tries to fight off by working out and playing volleyball. I think
1: exercise really helps clear my mind and just boost my mood in general. So if I'm getting really stressed, if I start exercising, it really helps me because I don't think about anything else that I have to do besides exercising, which is really good. And I just also feel better about myself.
0: Allie isn't alone in feeling a failure of not being enough. Psychologist Amanda Crowell defines this phenomenon as defensive failure. Defensive failure can stop a person from achieving their goals because their brain wants to protect them from potential failure. For some, imposter syndrome can lead to defensive failure, making someone feel that they are inadequate and unable to achieve their goals. Weinberg freshman Artie Kotopali experiences this feeling in her chemistry class and sometimes feels overwhelmed with the range of emotions she experiences from her mental blocks. When it comes to preparing for her exams, this feeling spikes.
2: I'd say like goes between just to say state, like states of like numbness, being really sad, and then like pure panic. Cause like initially I'm like, oh, I just feel like I can't do this and I put it off. And then like I start trying to work on it and I just get sad cause I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I get to like exam days or something and I just start like panicking.
0: But Arthi's imposter syndrome extends beyond the gen chem classroom with some roots in the general Northwestern culture.
2: There's not that one generalization of all Northwestern students, but I feel like a lot of kids here are very much like, I'm going to grind all day today and that that's good and like it's good to like be studying all the time. And then there's also the group of people who are like, I don't want to study, it's okay, whatever. So I feel like when you have the clashing of those two like types of student, it makes it really confusing for you if you don't know which type you are to figure out like how to balance both. Because on one hand, your friend might be like, oh, there's a party and your other friends like I have a study room reserved in mud from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So I think like that just like general confusion of like what should I be doing is not helpful at all for people who have imposter syndrome.
0: To help cope with her imposter syndrome, Cotapalli has found friends in the class who want to do well, but also care about helping others achieve.
2: I think recently I've just like been spending more time with people in the class who are like supportive because I was feeling that lack of support. So I found like a good group of people who actually, who I can tell actually want to help and like, they would be happy if I succeeded. I just think like surrounding myself
0: with good people. When Poly does well in chemistry, she feels incredibly happy, even if that high fades eventually.
2: I'm like, wow, I've done it. I'm
0: amazing. I'm the best. I could
2: do anything. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, reality hits in a little bit after. But like, when, like right in that moment, it's like, oh, my God, I am the best.
0: Although students can experience mental blocks in any aspect of their lives, from their own schoolwork to internship applications, there are ways to avoid defensive failure. Crowell suggests reminding yourself of why you are pursuing your goals. Your personal reason for pursuing your goals should be stronger than the motivation to do what other people expect from you. She also suggests recording your mistakes, which can help you move past initial embarrassment to accept and normalize your failures. Through these techniques, it may be possible to start moving past mental blocks and achieve goals a little easier. That's all we have for today on Speak Your Mind. I'm going to commit to, and thanks for listening. This episode was reported and produced by me, Anakamitu. It was edited by Kyle Luciano and Hina Srivastava. The editor-in-chief of The Daily Northwestern is Troy Clausen.